was. I never, ever said what he accused me of saying. The fact of the matter is, in 2000, though, after the crime bill had been in, 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 in the law for a while, this is a guy who said, the problem with the crime bill, there's not enough people in jail. There's not enough people in jail. And go on my website, get the quote, the date, when he said it. Not enough people. He talked about marauding gangs, young gangs, and the people who are going to maraud our cities. This is a guy who, in the Central Park Five, five innocent black kids, he continued to push for making sure that they got the death penalty. None of them were, none of them were guilty of what the crime, of the crimes they were suggested. Look, and talk about, he, granted, he did, in fact, let 20 people, he commuted 20 people sentences. We committed over 1,000 people sentences. Over a thousand. The very law he's talking about is a law that, in fact, initiated by Barack Obama. And secondly, we're in a situation here where we, the federal prison system was reduced by 38,000 people under our administration. And one of these things we should be doing, there should be no, no minimum mandatories in the law. That's why I'm offering $20 billion to states to change their state laws to eliminate minimum mandatories and set up drug courts. No one should be going to jail because they have a drug problem. They should be going to rehabilitation, not to jail. We should fundamentally change the system, and that's what I'm going to do. But why didn't he do it four years ago? Why didn't you do that four years ago, even less than that? Why didn't you I do am it? You were vice president. You keep talking about all these things you're going to do, and you're going to do this. But you were there just a short time ago, and you guys did nothing. We did. You know, Joe, I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama, because you did a poor job. If I thought you did a good job, I would have never run. Uh, I would have never run. <laughs> I ran because of you. I'm looking at you now. You're a politician. I ran because of you. All right, Vice President Biden, your response to that, and then I do have some yeah. questions. Yes, 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 yes. Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I am your host, Tyrus McKnight. I had to play some of those clips from last night's debate because things got very interesting, as you could hear, um, or, if, or as you saw. Now, Joe Biden was questioned on the 1994 crime bill that devastated the black community. And with this mischievous, downright, devious, white supremacist, trying to convey in his statement was that Donald Trump, although he created the bill, right? Although he created the bill that devastated the black community, mass incarcerated and put targets on black men's back specifically, is that well, Donald Trump, he agrees with me. He just says that more people should be locked up. And another thing he said was, oh, well, what about the Central Park Five? You know, he was allocating for those guys to go to jail and they were innocent of those crimes and he wanted them to get the death penalty. He put out an ad. Okay, so I really want people to understand what was said. Um, Joe Biden, let me, let me take Joe Biden because we already know how Trump gets down. 
uh, one thing I can respect about Trump is he's not going to come up there and say, listen, I like you black people. <laughs> he's coming out the gate. Listen, he's coming out the gate. I don't like you motherfuckers. Um, I did things to try to hurt you intentionally. I eat a Central Park Five when they had uh, um, the march in Virginia that was orchestrated by Richard Spencer. He said there was some very fine people, some very fine white supremacist groups up there screaming blood and soil, and they would not replace us. Now, but the thing about Joe Biden is he tends to try to act like people should forget his record. He, try, he actually tries to act like people should forget his record. Now, he, he said some lies. He did. He said some horrible lies. And what Joe Biden said was, one thing he said was, well, you know, about the 94 crime bill, well, we rectified that by releasing 1,000 inmates. Thing is this, 1994 to 2008, how many black people did you lock up under this crime bill? How many black innocent people that you locked up on this crime bill or nonviolent offenders did you lock up on this crime bill? You're saying that you released thousands, over a thousand, but from 1994 to 2008 and beyond, do you think that's sufficient to what's been done to these people? Crime Bill Joe talked about the Central Park Five. And it was very devastating what happened. And yes, Donald Trump, he's a, no, he's a, you can't even say suspected, he's a white supremacist. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But what you can't expect is this. No, 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 I, no, 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 I'm losing, I'm losing focus. No, 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 let me stay focused. Let me stay focused. Let me stay focused. Listen. The 94 crime bill created the atmosphere for the Central Park Five. Well, Tyrus, why do you say that? I say that because Donald Trump I mean, not Donald Trump, Joe Biden, when he put that target on black men's back, right? When he put that target on black men's back, and they were targeting black men, they were calling them super predators. Hillary Clinton called them super predators. That's one thing that Donald Trump got wrong. It was Hillary Clinton that called them super predators. Joe Biden called us animals. And he said he doesn't, it doesn't matter if we had the same opportunity as them. It doesn't matter if we have the same resources as them. We should still not um, go out and do illegal activity. When white supremacists and white supremacists alike have been doing illegal activity to win their whole lives. Richard Spencer leader of the alt-right, said out of his own mouth, it is better to win than to be morally good. 
And that is how white supremacists think. It is better to just win no matter what they took, performance enhancing, no matter what they did, as long as they get the victory, if they cheated, if they ambush you, they don't care as long as they won. None of them play by the rules. None of them do. And Joe Biden, Crime Bill Joe, all of a sudden, within that speech, says that if somebody gets caught with drugs, they need rehabilitation. You know, I wonder why Joe Biden said that. I'm wondering just a little bit why this change of heart? Because they got black people, right now as we speak, doing life sentences behind selling crack, right? Or even had life sentences from being crack addicts, correct? Now, I wonder why Joe Biden said that. Well, recently it was revealed, for those who weren't in the know, that Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, for those who's living on the rock, was caught smoking crack. Caught with his crack pipe. As a matter of fact, he went to sleep with his crack pipe. I will be posting those pictures up on my IG. And let's look at them. But it's funny. When black people, when they intentionally try to harm black people, they put, they put drugs and they do this social engineering thing where they make us the poorest people on a planet they move other people in our neighborhoods to take our money and to get our money and we can't open in, open businesses. And we try to find other means to provide for our family. It's very interesting that now that the shoe is on the other foot with this opiate quote-unquote crisis and Joe Biden's son is smoking crack, that now they need rehabilitation. Very interesting how that happens. Very interesting how that happens. These people are immoral and they will lie to your face. But, okay, but moving along with what Joe Biden was saying. Within that debate, I don't know if y'all noticed, but Joe Biden threw a shot at Obama. Joe Biden threw a shot at Obama. Now, Joe Biden nor Obama is one of my favorite people because both of them, as far as I'm concerned, are white supremacists, one in blackface, the other, he's just an alright white supremacist. Now, Barack Obama, he said, Barack, Trump was saying, well, why didn't you do, why didn't you, he keeps talking about what he's going to do. And he was vice president at the time. If you guys were going to do all this for black people, why didn't you do it while you were vice president? Joe Biden said, well, I wasn't president at the time. That's a shot right there. That's a shot right there. Because what he's saying is, Barack Obama ain't do shit for black people. Which he didn't which none of them are promising us anything. 
And we still got people. And I've learned to just leave things alone. But we still got people trying to encourage black people to vote. Specifically, black men. Now, they wanted, they tried to do this little gender divide where they go, the black women are going to have to save uh, the election and they're going to have to save the United States from Donald Trump. What's the difference between Trump and Biden? When both of them are suspected white supremacists, they want you dead. Now, and I was telling somebody this the other day, more black people were killed with impunity under Barack Obama's administration than any other administration. Barack Obama did nothing for black people. Not specifically. And for those who are listening that are trying to argue and trying to uh, come up with a way to say he did something, you cannot name anything specifically he did for black people. He allowed black people to get killed in the streets with impunity. And he said nothing, did nothing. Because he's indifferent to black people. Now, I want to say this too. I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm an independent. As we all should be as black Americans. Because neither party promises us anything. They are more concerned about illegal immigrants. They call them undocumented undocumented um, citizens. Which makes no fucking sense at all. They try to play that shit in my counseling class. These people are illegal immigrants. If you don't have papers to be on the United States soil. If you don't pay taxes to be on United States soil, then guess what? You're a motherfucking illegal immigrant. You are. They are more concerned about illegal immigrants than black Americans who built this country. And for any illegal immigrant talking about, well, my people built this country. No, the fuck, they didn't. They didn't put in no work. They didn't do anything. We built this. We built this shit. Black Americans did. And when it comes down to the issue of black Americans asking for tangibles, these motherfuckers like on like Scooby Doo. What's that? Tangibles, tangibles. They deflect into other things. They say black and brown. There's no such thing as black and brown. Only black. Only black Americans. We should be focusing on ourselves. And nobody else. Because every other race who is competing for resources, competing for money, competing to build and live a better life in the United States, that's what they do. They focus on their race. That's, that's the concept of a race. They're competing for resources. You're in a race. 
That's the concept of race. Competing for resources. Now, Trump, let's get on Trump. Trump made a statement which was very interesting to me. He said, you know, I've done so many things for the blacks. Okay, all right. That type of rhetoric. We all know Trump is a white supremacist, though. And I'm not excusing none of that shit. Fuck Trump, too. Then he turns around and says, well, I'm the least racist person up here right now. And you know what's interesting about that? He wasn't lying. He was not lying. Because Donald Trump is new to politics and he hasn't created any laws that actually devastate the black community like the 94 crime bill. Joe Biden's been in um, office or politics since 1974. And if you go back and listen to his old tapes, if you go back and listen to everything he said about black people, how we're animals, and we're going to knife his mother across the head, his sister, his wife, which nobody wants them mayonnaise bras anyway. But he claims that we're going to do all that. Nobody be stunned by people like that. Nobody really cares about white people like that. Because let me tell y'all something. And I want, to, I want to use myself as a case study. Let me tell you something. I be in a gym a lot, right? I work out a lot. And a lot of people know this. Now, with them working out, I mind my business a lot. I really do. I be minding my business a lot. And white people will always approach me. And ask me different type of questions. And it's never about the workout. They just want to know what I do. If you ever been on a plane ride, that's what they like. They're like the nosiest people ever. Don't nobody be really be worried about white people like that. We be we gotta focus, we be focused on ourselves. But white people always got their eyes on black people, on black Americans. All the time. All the time. But I'm saying this to say that, I'm saying that to say this, listen, as black Americans, we are on code, for the most part, we are on code, we got certain people that are trying to um, claim that we want this patriarchy, uh, and let me address this too while I'm here, Jamel Hill, formerly a sports center, said that Black men just want a better position in patriarchy. We don't really want things to change. Okay, patriarchy. Now, for those who are single baby mamas, you're probably not going to like what I'm about to tell you right now. But in a system of patriarchy, that's when a father is there and he's the head of the house. That's when he's the leader. The black community, part of the reason why the black community is devastated is because they've adopted, we have adopted a matriarchy system. 
in which the woman becomes the head of the house and has control over the kids for the most part. Hopefully that will change in the near future and I'm very confident it will. But if without the man in the home or without the man in the child's life consistently, there's always going to be some type of imbalance all the time. And she has a nerve to say that we just want a better system of patriarchy. Well, black women, let me tell you something. If you don't have a system of patriarchy, then you don't have any protection. You don't. Because you can't, because to be honest, you can go with this thing, well, you know, I could beat up a man. Really? Really? Sit your ass down, Sora. And I'm not saying that you don't have the ability to beat up a man, but to beat up men? To exude that type of physical strength? Do you really? Do you really? Now, I know that I got some strong sisters out there, but that's not your responsibility. I know we got some warriors out there that's women, but that's not your responsibility. That's ours. That's why when white supremacists look for targets, they look for women and children because you guys are soft targets. It's our responsibility to protect you. Ours. And for Jamel Hill to say that we want a system of patriarchy, you got damn right we do. So we can protect our neighborhoods, protect our women, build, be better men. You got damn right we do. And I'm constantly urging, I'm constantly urging my people, we don't belong to any party. We are not slaves to any party. Whichever party is willing to come with reparations with the beginning amount of 16 trillion, now notice what I just said, the beginning amount, 16 trillion dollars allocated for black Americans who could trace their lineage back to slavery, then that's who we should vote for. Not some people that's trying to make some emotional speeches. And notice something else. If, even with all the emotion, notice something else. Biden never apologizes for the crime bill. Ever. Ever. They never do. None of them did. Bernie Sanders, his old ass. Hillary Clinton, her little lesbian ass. Oh yeah, I do I went there. Never apologized for the crime bill. Yeah, I went there. I went there. I went there. People are gonna be mad, but I went there. I don't care. I went there. They never apologize for it. It's like, oh, there's some things that um, 
that happened and you know it was necessary at the time, you punk motherfuckers. Now y'all can believe that shit if you want to. Now, I'm not here to persuade you one way or the other. All I can tell you is I'm not voting unless they answer our interests as black people. But I do encourage my people to vote for state and local elections because that affects you more directly. But as far as like presidential, nah, I think I'm going to sit this one out too. I think I'm going to sit this one out too. I want to thank you guys for joining me. The 13th patient will be available on paperback by next week. I promise. I've been working on it and it's a, um, it's a process. So you guys just be patient. I know a lot of people ask for their paperback edition of the 13th patient on Amazon. But just be patient with me. I got y'all next week. I promise. I've been working real heavy on it. And I haven't been getting any sleep, barely, barely been getting any sleep, trying to um, satisfy the customers. Also, go visit um, Big Cartel and look, the, look up uh, Wolves Only Fitness. Go buy, um, go buy some hoodies, go buy a cell phone case. Go hit it up, man. Go, go, go purchase some Wolves Only Fitness gear, you know, fitness apparel. And that also should be available on Amazon very soon. I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight. I just spoke truth to power. Have a good night.